Another Monday, the last week of September. Hello, online world. This is Off the Record with Migs. And Cheska, and what? <laughs> Did you say it's the last week of September already? It is. Oh wow. my gosh. Wow. Getting to closer Halloween? to Christmas. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Halloween muna. Wait ah, Halloween muna. Okay, <laughs> pero Berna. I mean, Berna, Chempre, yes, this the season. Thank you for supporting us right here on Off the Record Season 4 as we conclude our season. And uh, Cheska, for tonight, we have special guests. Yes, I, I am so excited about tonight's episode because we've got uh, girl power on the show. <laughs> our episode is dedicated to these amazing women in Philippine sports. First up, we have, and you know this, this sport is so close to my heart because I used to play and obviously now I just talk about it, so... <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, the, well, of course, the Philippine Malditas booked a slot in the 2022 AFC Women's Asian Cup in India after defeating Nepal and Hong Kong and the qualifiers held in Uzbekistan with a perfect run in Group F. Joining us tonight on Off the Record are captain and goalkeeper Ina Palacios and midfielders Cam Rodriguez and Tanya Anis. Hi, girls. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for joining Hi. us here tonight. Hi. I know that uh, T, you are uh, in Chicago. I believe. Thank you so much for waking up early to join us. And uh, Cam, all right. But first of all, um, how how is everyone? How is everyone doing after your incredible run in Uzbekistan? Uh, Cam, how was your trip home? Yeah, we're very happy to have ended the campaign with, you know, two wins, which was our goals to begin with entering the tournament. So I think uh, those two wins powered us through the very long transit home. So uh, we traveled for, I think, more than a day and we're just happy to finally settle in and then, of course, have had those uh, two wins with us. Exactly what Kim was saying. Uh, it was so good yeah. to get those two wins and then... Um, You know, it makes that long travel home all worth it. I know uh, we both had a pretty intense travel back. Uh, Cam traveling basically into the future and then me going back basically <laughs> almost a half day. So yeah. I'm still very confused as to, you know, what day it is and, <laughs> and then what time. So I'm still adjusting. So for our viewers tonight, please do send in your comments and questions for our Filipinas, the Filipina women's football team. If you have any questions or anything that you want uh, to give, like maybe shout outs or comments saying hello to Sarah Slina. Sarah, thank Hi, you so Sarah. much for uh, hooking this up and uh, thank you for supporting Off the Record. Cam, just want to ask you, how did the team prepare, uh, especially for this leg? Right. So um, the immediate and most, I guess, intense part of the preparation was really trying to get everyone together. So we're all very aware of the COVID situation, right? So uh, the starting point was getting everyone fit um, uh, because we knew that our time physically together was limited. So um, we had months of preparation for uh, more on the strength and conditioning part. And then 
uh, right before the tournament, we had a training camp in the States where we met with T and other, other friends uh, and reinforcements from uh, the States and some of our veterans also like Haley Long, at the Manon, who are based in the States. And uh, yeah, Ina, you can share also. We did start um, early last year, around uh, April, but just via Zoom. And then um, I think July is when we went to California to start training um, face-to-face with the rest of our, our teammates, like Silati. And... From your perspective, T, how did you... Yeah, how did you prepare for this? If you know, considering that you're based in the states, and the squad came to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, actually, when we started training uh, back when Cam said it in around March and April, and uh, we were kind of putting together a big Facebook group so that everyone could know and be on the same page of what training was. Um, I was actually headed down to Costa Rica for a few months and so i was training in costa rica at a development center that my friend had just opened up so my preparation for most of the time was down in costa rica um so i had fun down there being you know around the water and stuff but i was able to train a little bit uh with a group of men down there and i was able to play a few games with um, one of the local clubs down there in Costa Rica. So um, I was able to get a little bit of some field training and training with other players, which was really beneficial. Considering all the limitations here in the Philippines with how obviously it's difficult to get people out on the field, uh, on the pitch, was it so much easier finally you know, getting the ball rolling once you guys set foot in the U.S.? especially coming together as a team, not only that, there was more freedom in the sense that I'm sure it was easier to gain that chemistry with you guys being able to hang out outside of the pitch as well. Cam, you want to take this? Yeah, sure. Um, I think the main, what was very beneficial to the team, um, us holding the camps in the States was really having like competitors to play against. And I think that was what really helped us uh, learn how to play together. Because um, back there, or back there in the States, we know that uh, the restrictions are so much um, more free, as I would say. Uh, and in a way there, uh, the sports scene has more or less continued and has been, um, you know, it's alive more so than compared to here. So that was uh, what we, what's very helpful teams and it really helped us prepare. So I think we had a total of more than four or five matches to play together. So that really helped us to prepare for the two games we had. Okay, Ina, I'll make this quick. Uh, how was how was the preparation like from your end? Well, it's not the the ideal situation to have to be preparing during a pandemic, but um, I always said this to everyone who asked me that I'm just really proud that everyone adapted well with what we had and we just made the most out of everything that um, we were given. So that also showed with with the games that we had just played and winning that one. So it was a tough one, but it's a unique setting, but um, we're happy with the results. It's part of what we've been training for anyway so we got that goal we got we achieved our 
our goal winning the two games that we had. So I just want to say, like, our mindset going through the Asian Cup qualifiers was that we will win the two games. And I'm happy that that's all. Can we talk about this match with uh, against Nepal? Because that match was the perfect example of why you should not stop playing until the whistle blows. Because mm-hmm. uh, T scored in the 90th minute. Camille scored in stoppage time. That was absolutely incredible. Um, when you're faced in a high-stakes situation, when this is your first match out, this is you want to set the tone. And then your squad comes out and shows everyone that, no, we are not giving up until time is up. Um, what kind of introduction do you think you guys gave the world as to, hey, we're the Malditas, we're the Philippine squad, this is what we do? Cam, uh, you want to take this? Yeah. Um, I mean, looking back at the game, I still, I still smile. I still get goosebumps just thinking about it. Because grabbing, grabbing performance at the character really that the show, the team showed, and that was what um our coach also commended us on. You know, we really showed what kind of character uh, we have. We are as a team. Uh, the one that really always fights, yung hindi nagpapatalo, and the one who really just finishes and gets the job done. So uh, the situation was not ideal, you know. So Nepal scoring first, etc. Um, but if you look, if um, so, when you watch our game, you could see that we had uh, actually early chances as well. So I think it's it was more of just continuing and just. Uh, always just creating those plays. So we knew more or less that the, the attacks were coming. We had like we had a close encounter, I think, first five minutes of the game and also like last five minutes of the first half. So the scores were really good. Like, really getting the, the the goal in to the to the, to the net. Um so yeah, yun yung uh, looking back at it, it was very exciting. It still is um after the game it really felt like Wow, this is what teams are made of. <laughs> right. That was an incredible win from everyone. When when T comes yeah. back, actually, I want to ask her to walk us through that goal. Yeah, in the ninth, exactly. Yeah. Right on the 90th minute. <laughs> so yeah. T, please come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll ask yeah, Ina exactly. also about uh, what you felt yeah. uh, during that match first against Nepal. Just coming back. Okay, well, oh my gosh, that game was so intense inside. I can't, I don't even know, like, I just remember asking the coaches how much time we had left because I we were pushing really hard for that game. And then when they told me we only had, I think, less like 10 minutes left, I was like, holy joke, I'm not allowed to do it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my oh gosh. My so, I, so I started telling um, Haley because she was in front of me and they could hear me um, first. I said, we only ha- we really need to push because we don't have time. All the time that we had, she's just gone. And so it just like trickled down all the way to the forward. So we all just started really pushing and giving everything. And then finally, we completed the play. Um, I think Haley passed the ball to Cha, found T and um scored the equalizer and then my celebration i don't know it felt but as what cam said you know that really showed how much um i would say grit this team had 
um, how much we really wanted to win that game. Um, the situation just not ideal. I don't. I told the team I don't want to ever do that again. It's not. <laughs> it's so intense that it's it's difficult to win from behind, especially in the dying minutes of the match. So we were lucky to get out of that, and we're lucky we got that win. But told I told them definitely we shouldn't do that again. Good for the fans. Good, good to watch. Stressful, not for very stressful. We were shouting. <laughs> okay, now that we have tea back, tea. Can you walk us through that goal in the 90th minute? Because that was just sorry. I'm not gonna stop fangirling over over that match versus Nepal because that was absolutely insane to watch. Kind of what you know, Ina said initially is that. I remember asking the referee, you know, how much time is left? And she said 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, like, we have to go now. Like, if we don't start, you know, pushing everyone forward, like, we're not going to have enough time. So um, I just remember, you know, trying to hype everyone up that, like, you know, let's just focus for these last 10 minutes and give it everything we have. Like, we don't have anything to lose at this point. Um, and I just made sure that any ball that was, played forward um that i was making sure i was getting in front of the goal whether it was off of a cross or um just putting myself in any kind of scoring opportunity that i could um so when you know Haley played that ball out to cha i was like she's going end line and i just took off in a dead sprint to get into the box and i had already missed an opportunity earlier in the game where the ball came across me in the goal and so i was just concentrating on you don't even need to swing at this ball you just have to get a body part on it so I literally just make sure I ran straight through the ball <laughs> wow just in the nick of time just a body part right just in the nick of time <laughs> yeah, a body part anything. equalizer then that's it momentum for Camille uh, Wilson to get the second goal and you beat Nepal and a uh, great uh, first win in that leg but heading into the Hong Kong match uh, what what were they like uh, when they talk about Hong Kong? Of course, uh, when we read articles and we see a lot, it's like a comeback, right? It's like a you know a, a stunner. Headlines put it that way uh, against Nepal. But what about Hong Kong, Cam? Uh, what was the Hong Kong team like, and uh, how did you plan to beat them? Okay, um, going into the Hong Kong match, we knew that we weren't going to play the same team that we did uh, when we played the friendly against them in 2019 um, because we did have a friendly back then so uh, and that was like what two years ago and we knew that a lot of things can change right and uh, throughout this pandemic so we knew that they were going to be playing different team uh, and when we played against them we uh, uh it's like a new field also for them so um our mindset going in as a team was really to just play our game because we knew, and I think that was what defined us in this tournament. You know, we were more focused on how we would play rather than us adjusting to uh, the opponents that we would be playing against. So with Hong Kong, we knew that we had to um, play more our game, which is a possession game, meaning we hold the ball more, uh, the ball more we do more passing. Right, and we were able to show that versus Hong Kong. Uh, we knew that whoever uh, 
uh, had the ball is the one at the advantage, diba sila yung, you get to control the pace, the state it, and uh, thankfully we were able to do that, right? Uh, which ended in um, a goal in the first half and then eventually another goal in the second half. Yeah, definitely we had a lot of attacks back then. It was really just a matter of um, finishing in front of goal. So that's what we need to work on as well moving forward. T, a very you know consistent presence in scoring. Uh, another goal for you. Oh, why is Siri talking to me right now? Sorry. <laughs> another goal for you uh, in the match versus Hong Kong this time early on in the game. Uh, when you're when you're riding high coming from a win, uh, like the way you guys won versus Nepal, was that at any uh, at all a factor for you? coming into your match against Hong Kong, like, yep, I did it the last time, I'm going to do it again. Um, I guess, you know, now that you mentioned it, I'm sure it definitely um, had something to do with it. Uh, just kind of getting that confidence under my belt that, um, you know, I can score goals and, and put myself in those uh, chances and get those opportunities. So, um, and we were definitely focused on trying to get early goals in that game and, you know, not wait until the last few minutes of the game. So that was a big motivation um, about pressing them a lot in that first half so that we could hopefully get a goal or two and put ourselves in a good position going into the second half. This is Aeen Bernos, the brown girl behind Morena the Label and Ideology Studio, also known as Aeen Pero Tagalog on TikTok. And this is Riza Lana Sebastian, the serial entrepreneur behind Lana PH, Mink PH, Pala Ala PH, Ambush Clothing, and Rim Manila. Come listen to Camp Confidence Radio, a podcast about confidence, self-improvement, and success. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Till then, stay confident. And of course, uh, one of the one of the main reasons why we're talking about this uh, with the uh, Philippine women's uh, national football team, because the Philippines will be one of the twelve teams that will contend for five spots uh, for the continent in the twenty twenty three. FIFA Women's World Cup. But then, you know, before going into that 22, 2022 Asian Cup, it's already a big deal, uh, especially for the Philippines. Um, Ina, we have a question from Gab, uh, one of our top viewers. He asks afterwards, any plans to have a similar training camp outside of the country in preparation also for the Vietnam Sea Games? Have you talked about that already? Um... No, in terms of like the Sea Games in Vietnam, we haven't talked about the training camp for that. Uh, I don't know when Sea Games will be next year, but at least for the Asian Cup Finals, um, the staff already talked to us about having to start early, and I think that's what we all want as well because it's a big tournament and we can't take that for granted. We need all the training that we can get as a team and as a whole, so hopefully we all get that one. All right, we have to say hello to Francis Moseros who's watching. Congrats, Malditas. And we have 
Isak Servita Gopinais. Tirso is joining us tonight. Hi, Tirso. He's one of our very loyal viewers. Thank you for joining us again. John John is here. Mabuhay Malditas, Laban Pilipinas. Tirso is asking, here we go, just curious, why was Malditas chosen as the name of the team? Yeah, from what I know, uh, because I joined the senior team sometime when I think the name was introduced as Maldita, so that I think was around 2010, 2011, if I'm not mistaken. So it is just come derived from the term Maldita, kung ano ba yung Maldita, spicy. So that's really, I guess, the sort of image that uh, the name brings to it. Yeah, so I think up until this day, yun pwede tawag. If you guys have any suggestions, yeah, let us we're know. shifting a little bit. To let us know. Yeah, yeah. Is that correct? We're shifting, shifting to Filipinas, Ina. To Filipinas? Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, we got that info from Ceres. Uh, to Filipinas. Yes, yes, yes. Hi, Ceres. <laughs> I like that suggestion. So we're updating <laughs> it. And uh, Malditas Dao uh, is uh, being phased out little by little. So I think, I don't know, you, you girls confirm, but uh, according to Ceres Lina, uh, Filipinas ang uh, magiging a moniker ng a Philippine women's national football team but then of course that is all uh we'll all get updates uh when it comes to that so now uh you girls are in quarantine so what's uh more or less plans um after this ina after the quarantine we actually have a workout tomorrow i'm surprised do you want to join us <laughs> <laughs> um absolutely <laughs> so we're just uh yeah move around but yeah, we're right now we are recovering from our long travel from Uzbekistan. Um, so I think we're gonna take this one as our break, and then and shortly after we get out of quarantine, I'm pretty sure we're gonna start training again, whether that's virtually or if they can set up some face to face. I don't know what will allow us, but yeah, so we're not thinking of taking a long break. Um, we're thinking about getting back to playing again and training. Uh, of course, um, now that people have their eyes on you, now that people are paying attention once again to women's football, because we've been so deprived of, of women's football for the, since the pandemic started. And um, when it comes to growing the sport, we're all about growing the sport. We're all about raising awareness. We're, uh, and we have Sarah's watching us tonight and of course we we interviewed her a few weeks back for PWFA so when it comes to you know making sure that women's football in the Philippines continues to grow that the passion stays like what needs to be done what needs to be you know what what do people need to do what what can we do to support you guys Cam yeah I'll take this. Yes, definitely. I think um, we are very bloody witnessing the the growth of women's football, and especially in this past, I'd say, five years. And I think we owe that a lot to the opportunities to play. So may that be through leagues, may that be through school teams and different associations who are uh, making these like festivals, like sevens, uh, sevens tournaments, and all these um, 
opportunities to play happen because that has very much helped us. And at the same time, I think it's really investing into the sport, uh, be that in, of course, financial means, but also at the same time, investing in terms of like the time, the energy, the like people like you who uh, give us a platform to, to help us share our stories, especially in the most recent term. So um, what needs to be done further is to continue that, to have more people share, to have more people watch, because um, it's very... Uh, so for everyone watching, Tabernaha... Uh, na appreciate naman lahat ng mga messages that we have received as a team. No, na they're all watching, they're all sharing this link. Um, I think the immediate next step is to really have it viewed on television. I think there was supposed to be a television uh, channel who was supposed to view um who who was supposed to stream our games. Unfortunately, there uh, it just didn't push through. But hopefully for the Asian Cup, I think that's immediate like. Uh, the step na sana na sa TV tayo para uh, mas mapanood tayo ng uh, mas maraming tao more than the football community itself but those everyday girls because we don't you know you you be you can become who you see so I really do believe in that so visibility yeah <laughs> The Ripple Awards is back this year Nominate an individual, an organization, or a project that have changed the landscape of the HIV advocacy in the Philippines. Nomination ends on October 29. For more details, visit loveyourself.ph. Together, let's celebrate the life, love, and selfless service of the HIV response champions in the Philippines. Yeah, that's great. That's great because, no, you know, you. we have to... Thank you. Thank you for that because we have to... You know, unleash the passion and for everybody to appreciate more, not just men's, but also women's football. And saying hello to Mia Montaire, sabi na support and follow the PWFA, sabi na facebook.com slash Philippine Women's FA, plug for you. And sabi din James Wilson, yes, Cam, get the game, Sim, games on TV, TV. games on get the TV. Games on okay. TV. Yes. Get the games That's on TV. That's actually the father so of Camille Wilson. The goals. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh, hello, hi. Hello. <laughs> yes. Hi. Hello, sir. And then so Mia is our media officer. Yeah. Hi, Mia. Unsung hero. Please do get in touch with us, uh, Migs and Cheska, <laughs> because we are supporters yes. of Philippine sports. So please do get in touch with us, especially oh, if there knows. are big <laughs> news or anything. Sarah has my number. <laughs> Sarah's knows, but then, Got you know, it. if more people are involved, yes. right? and of course, yeah. putting it out there. I want to ask T, T, what is it like, you know, um, being based in the States and most of your teammates are from the Philippines? What is it like joining a team, being together, right? And from that perspective of like you joining a team, like joining mm -hmm. them. It really puts things into perspective and it makes it... Um, makes it feel like what we're doing and what I get to be a part of is, you know, just something bigger because, you know, soccer over here, uh, football is pretty, pretty big. And there's a lot of uh, women playing the sport and it's really big over here. Um, Cause you know, we have the U S women's national team that does really well and has, you know, has found great success in the game and, so I think knowing what I know and have been exposed to and then, you know, going and joining a team that doesn't have that same exposure, doesn't have, um, you know, the same resources and people investing. And I think it makes it more special when we do 
you know, find success and we do do well. And you can kind of see from the ground up what that looks like and that you get to be a part of that in helping, you know, hopefully get the women's game in the Philippines to that level because you can see what it does for for women everywhere and you can see the impact that it has. So like kind of knowing like where it could go and then know where you're starting and kind of being a part of that um, is really special for me. All right, January 20, 2022, you guys are heading to India. Uh, we've got China, Japan, Australia, and of course, India, uh, the host nation, they've all qualified for that as well. What is the goal? What do you need to be able to do to advance? Yeah, so I think um, in India, they're going to group us into three. So there will be 12 teams that will qualify for the uh, 2021 India Asian Cup finals. And then, so there are 12 teams that will be grouped into three. And I think the top two of each plus the best third for for the two groups will have will qualify to the knockout stage. And then from there, they will have five teams qualify for the World Cup. And then supposedly six, but since Australia is already qualified because they're hosts for the um, Women's World Cup in 2023, they automatically, they automatically qualify. So for us, we need to make sure that our team ends in the top two of whatever group that may be, if not the best third to be able to reach the knockout stage. But we're definitely aiming to be in the top six or in the top, sorry, top six, including Australia. So that's top five of the whole tournament for us to achieve our goal. Um, we've developed this hashtag, um, remember the goal. And our goal is not just to make it to the Asian Cup finals, which we already um, achieved. Our goal is to make it to the World Cup in 2023. So our, um, so our focus is on that one. All right. So good luck. Good luck to the girls. Uh, still a long way to go, uh, but then congratulations on your wins again uh, in in, Uzbez in in Uzbekistan. And we hope uh, this will just be you know a great momentum to propel uh, that uh, yun nga, that attention, that momentum, and that popularity uh, for Filipinos, more Filipinos uh, to support the Philippine women's football team. As per Ceres, she mentioned that uh, it's shifting the name now to Filipinas because the term Malditas gets tagged on social media. So for whatever reason it is. So I think hence hence the shift. So there, thank you for that, Ceres. Lastly, uh, T, Ina, and Cam, maybe you want to give your shout-outs, your thank you messages to everybody, Filipinos, Perfect. everybody who's uh, following you, supporting you. T, we'll start with you. Uh, I just want to shout out our whole um, staff that we've had during this campaign. You know, it, it, it really does take a village and I think everyone, you know, on our staff, our strength and conditioning, our uh, team administrators, our physios, our, you know, we had a lot of coaches on staff, which was really nice. And um, even everyone back home that was able to put everything together for us, especially kind of last minute, able to get plans together. You know, the behind the scenes people, I just really want to shout them out because we couldn't have done it um, without everyone and everything they can and sacrificing their time and energy. Yeah, so I just want to say thank you again to the staff, um, to our manager, Sir Cheng, to PFF, um, to everyone who supported us and who keeps watching out for the team. 
I hope that you guys continue to support us and um, we hope to see all of you guys very soon. And I also want to say hi to my family. And yeah, so I hope everyone also stays safe and take care all the time. Um, shout out to Mr. Nono, uh, Sir Nanong, PFF President, Sir Jeff, our team manager, uh, Mia, our media officer. Thank you, thank you for your support and all the, we'd like to say the team behind our team. We'd also, I'd like to thank um, all the 3,000 and uh, plus plus followers of our Instagram and more so our Facebook pages. We hope to grow it all the more. And if you would want to follow our team, we are the Philippine Women's National Football Team on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And stay with us in our journey towards the World Cup to make history happen as the first Philippine team to enter the global stage. And um, please do continue to pray for us. Uh, pray for us to stay healthy, especially amidst the pandemic. And a shout out to everyone also for yeah, staying healthy also. So in this pandemic, please stay safe. And we hope and to our teammates back home. Uh, who have gone home. Stay safe kayo kasi kailangan pa natin because we still need to win. Okay. That's all. Thank you, Mitch and Jessica for this segment. All right. Thank you so much to the Philippine women's yes. football, football team. team. Thank you, Ina. Thank you, Cam. Thank you, T, for joining us tonight. Uh, and thank you to everyone who joined us in this episode. Uh, ladies, we wish you nothing but the best moving forward. I'm. We are so excited to see where you guys are going to go. Uh, you will always have a fan in me. Thank Please you. know that because you guys are living my dream. <laughs> <laughs> so I am the frustrated football player who only talks about it now. So seriously, I, amazing, amazing work. Uh, Sarius, thank you so much for all the help. And of course, there is a General Assembly of PWFA on Friday. Like <laughs> announced the C-Sarius. <laughs> All right. Thank All you right. so much, ladies. And we hope to have you guys back on the show. Right. Thank you, days. guys. Thank you. Thank you so Stay much. Safe. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Stay Thank safe. you, Megan. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.